what's your name and what's your game? Uh, my name is Jacob Williams, and uh, I'm the developer of a game called Fortune Fighters. It's a, a 2D uh, arena MMO, and uh, we're trying to go for some of that uh, old school um, SNES era uh, fighting and uh, community feel. Uh, when I first saw the game, I thought initially it was a local multiplayer game and then found out it was online multiplayer and then found out it was an MMO. Was it always going to be an MMO or was that something that it evolved into? Yeah, MMO was the plan for the, from the start. Um, we came to, uh, to PAX last year just as, uh, as gamers and we saw um, how the uh, arena battle games were doing really well and how PAX was, was uh, you know, getting the word out about these games for these developers. So we thought, you know, we want to take the game to PAX and showing off an MMO at PAX is something that's difficult to do because you have to have lots of players and you have to have, you know, a big setup and we're still an indie team. So what we did is we decided to add a local co-op mode um, so we can showcase the game and it actually turned out to be pretty fun. So we decided to keep it. So not only will the game be an MMO, but the uh, different arena battles in the game can be played as a local couch co-op game. So you said you came here just as gamers before. Were you, are you, were you developing somewhere else at that point, or is this well, kind of your first game together? We've, um, uh, me and Ryan, we've been working together as a team for, for quite a while. Um, usually little stuff that didn't matter, um, but um, we, you know, we did a few game jams and things like that. We just found out we worked well together as a team. So um, about, Probably six months ago, we sat down and we started making plans for uh, for Fortune Fighters, and uh, we just, we really liked where it was headed. So we started committing to it and uh, started uh, you know kind of concentrating on this and, and letting some of the other side work go, and it kind of evolved into into what you see here. So how how big is your team? Uh, it's, right actually, now? it's actually just the two of us. Uh, I handle the programming. Um, Ryan uh, he handles the art and. We just, anything else in between, we just kind of chip in and, and do together, wear a lot of a lot of different hats. So when you say arena-based MMO, does that mean you're kind of going into these fights and carrying over like a persistent level and upgrade system outside of that? <laughs> That's mostly what it is. The other thing that we wanted to bring to the game though was some of the, uh, some of the first MMO games were more about community, less about leveling up, less about, um, you know, this, this theme park ride, but it, it was more about community, community hosted events, um, hanging out with your clan, you know, just just making, uh, basically creating the world you wanted to live in. So not only are we going to be a, an arena battle game that has um, some persistence in it, but we're also going to be a uh, MMO game where the community is going to have the tools to do things like host events, um, to create uh, special uh, things specifically for the game. We just we want to give the power to the community, um, like the like the old games used to do. And so uh, that's that's mostly what the MMO part of, is about. We want to kind of want to give the power back to the community instead of a, just taking them on this theme park ride that we've designed. So when you talk about community, you're looking at user generated content as something you want to do, yeah, or absolutely. Um, we we designed the art, or Ryan designed the art from the ground up to be something that's easily um, moddable. And so um, we actually already have uh, somewhere around 8.5 million uh, costume options in the game. 
Um, and we're still very early. Uh, he can build Wait, very quickly. You just said 8.5 million? 8.5 million. Okay, so that's like all the permutations together? That's all, the, yes, that's all the permutations together. But that's across, uh, but you essentially have three um, three things. Your your body, which is your, your clothing, whether it's armor, um, it could be a, uh, a tuxedo, it could be, you design it to look like you want. And then all the heads are different. And something that we've done in this game is um, the head being completely separate from the body allows us to have uh, male and female characters and we don't restrict clothes. So the clothes work the same for both genders um, and we have a lot more female options than, than most games. Um, do, do weapons, do different weapons require different animations? Uh, they actually don't. Uh, the way we've designed the game is um, we have a series of different types of weapons have different slash effects, but the weapons themselves fall under this. We, we have built this, uh, this sprite sheet that has a certain number of frames that we put together these, uh, these different pieces and create animations. And so because we have each sprite sheet has probably 48 frames, and we just, these frames are the character or the player in different positions. And then we just kind of build those like Legos to come up with new new animations. So you kind of have like a, a base sprite sheet that's your skeleton and then you're tacking everything else that, on that, top? Yeah, that's pretty much how it works, yeah. Um, are you using any uh, animation middleware or anything for this? Uh, no, actually, um, we, uh, we're using Unity uh, to design the game. And we kind of have our own sprite and animation system we wrote on top of that. And it's, uh, it's kind of a, it's an XML-based format. Um, and it's so, Ryan, the artist, doesn't have to learn any kind of tools. He just, he creates art, he describes it in a specific format, and uh, it can be loaded right into the game and ready to go. Why did you choose XML? Uh, XML is easier to read. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of JSON. Me too. I, yeah, I, I think it's a much better format, but if it's if it's something that has to be readable, XML is much easier to read. You really find XML easier to read than JSON? I, I, I do, but it, what I think doesn't matter. The artist right. thought it was easier to read, so ultimately it was his call. Um, so what, what platforms are you targeting? Uh, for release, we're targeting uh, PC, Mac, and Linux. Um, we are going to discuss consoles, um, but there's a lot of... I don't know, there's a lot of tricky red tape to go through to... Well, also, the user-generated content then becomes more complicated. That, yeah, that like, makes it tricky. Like, not every platform has that stuff built in. Exactly. Uh, but something we do want to do is go mobile. Um, maybe not uh, phones at first, but I think uh, the tablet could be a good form factor for a game like this. Do you... Uh, given it's such, like, a, a kind of fast-paced local multiplayer game, how, how have you thought about how you're going to control the mobile version? Control the what? Uh, the control the mobile version. Oh yeah, um, we have toyed with a couple of ideas, um, and we're still not entirely sure yet. That's why um, we're putting off the release of the mobile version until after the, the, the desktop version is done. Because what we're going to do is we're going to uh, essentially, when the desktop version's done, we're going to throw it on a mobile device. We're going to throw on four or five different control schemes, and we're going to let people choose which one they like the best. Well, also, you'll probably have the experience of when you release the desktop version, all the Surface people will be like, "It's already on my tablet," and they'll already be playing. Yeah, and and that's true. That, that's true. So, but what we kind of the benefit of going to some of the uh, tablet OSs specifically, um, like Apple um, iOS, gives you. Um, support for things like Apple TV, um, which is going to be huge, you know, and Android gives you support for like the Kindle Fire TV and um, Android TV, which, you know, there's a there's a handful of devices out there. But then some of the uh, other 
you know, Android-based consoles. You know, if you, you port to mobile, specifically tablet, you get all those for free. And it seems like we don't want to, you should ignore those guys, you know? So you think that Apple TV will be an important kind of gaming machine? I, you know, I think it is going to be important among casual gamers. And while this game might not be designed for casual gamers initially, what we've tried to do is make something that's easy enough to pick up and play that anybody can learn how to play it. So um, we're hoping to, you know, to get a big part of that market, the casual gaming market. Um, and we may have to change some things. The game's a little chaotic, but um, we, we don't want to deviate too much from what we have planned, but we do want to look at the option of capturing some of those I guess, gaming light customers. Yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, it, it seems very influenced by the kind of local multiplayer renaissance of the last couple of years, even from its origin stories. Yeah, exactly. So what are your, like, three in-order local multiplayer games of this type, like a, like a four to six player yeah. um, combat-based? Multiplayer again. You will, there's a, uh, my top three, is that what you're Yeah. Okay. There's a handful of them that I like. Um, big fan of Towerfall Ascension. I love that. Uh, Samurai Gun is, you know, a big influence on this game. And um, that's where we get, you know, some of the, some of the influence for like the, the over the top uh, comic blood effects and things like that. And, you know, honestly, um, I have to, I, you know, I, I can't not mention uh, Super Smash Brothers. I mean, that's what, that's what made us all want to kill our friends on the couch sitting beside each other. So, do you yeah. still play Super Smash Brothers? You know, I haven't in years. Um, I um, I love the Nintendo 64 version, and I just all the other permutations of that game after that. I just wasn't a huge fan of. But I'll always remember like the summers I've spent playing Super Smash Brothers on N64. So who's your main character in Smash 64? Uh, I was always Link. I thought Link was amazing. I love all the Zelda games. And, you know, I love I love being late. Well, thank you for talking to me. Oh, absolutely, um, man. Good luck with the rest of the development. Oh, uh, Two-person, multi-platform MMO is... Uh, well, we're going to finish the game or we're going to kill each other, one of the two. Yeah, so, I mean, you're, you'll be done yeah, either done, way. Either way, I'm going to be so, done. So, that's yeah. good. Um, hope you have a good rest of PAX. Thanks, man. And uh, thanks for... Thanks for being on the question bus. Thank you, thank you, man. Thank you. Oh, I will mention that um, you can follow us at Fortune Fighters, and uh, we're on Steam Greenlight, so we're already in the top 30 of about 2,000 games. But uh, you know, continued votes are uh, very much appreciated. Not to, not to tangent too much, but how's Greenlight? Like, how how are you liking it? You know, Greenlight. The process has been really smooth. Uh, we put it on Greenlight three days ago. Uh, tons of support so far. Hundreds of comments. I mean, every, people seem to be loving the game, and so we've had no issues. We're not greenlit yet, but as fast as we're jumping, I don't, you know, I imagine the next couple of days we will be. Does greenlight require, I've never put a game through greenlight, but does it require a lot of, like, community involvement and community management? Uh, you know, it requires you to do your own PR. That's what it boils down to. you got to drive people to your Steam Greenlight page. They're not going to do yeah. it for you. But once they're there, like, is there a lot of questions you're getting or like <clears throat> concerns that people are addressing? There have been a handful of concerns. Uh, most of them are things like, this game seems too chaotic. Well, chances are, if it does, it's probably not not your type of game. And then that's okay. Yeah. Um, some other questions we got, where are all the female characters, which we have plenty. 
so that wasn't a problem. While they're, while they're not in the trailer, we have plenty. So um, anyway, we got lots of um, we got lots of questions, but most of them were things that we could answer. And once people found out it was free to play with no pay to win options, they were super supportive. So, so what was the strategy behind doing a green light and then next day doing a PAX? Well, the strategy was um, we could uh, use packs to drive people to green light. We, we thought early in development that's something we were going to need. Turns out it, it wasn't, but the feedback we're getting from packs is invaluable. So it was definitely a, a smart move. Um, we already uh, have a notebook full of things we're going to talk about and change and, and iterate over. So what, What's the main thing that you're like, man, we need to change that as soon as I get home? Well, the biggest thing we're going to have to change is um, the boss fight. It, we have a boss fight that's kind of unique. Um, you're at, it's Fortune Fighter, so you're after the boss's stuff and you can care less about the boss. He can kill you, but he's a big rock monster. You can't kill him. And so people don't understand the boss fight. They don't necessarily enjoy it. It kind of it kind of comes at you too fast, and then it leaves people stunned. So we're going to go home, and we're going to reevaluate that boss fight. And what, and what was the like last thing that broke right before the show? Actually, funny enough, uh, we did a lot of playtesting last night, and a ton of stuff broke. And we got that fixed. I think I, about 2 a.m. last night got all that stuff fixed. And then about 10 o'clock this morning, our analytics uh, screen at the end showing you your death kills, your kill death ratio, none of it was working. And so we had to shut down for about 15 minutes. I had to figure out what was causing it. We had to fix it up. Okay. Well, I hope you have no more problems. Thanks. I and appreciate a good, that. a good rest of packs. Awesome. Thanks, man.